culture. Pop my culture. Pop my culture. Everyone. Pop my culture. Pop my culture. Pop my culture. Everyone. It's the Pop My Culture Podcast with your hosts, Cole Stratton and Vanessa Ragland. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Pop My Culture Podcast. I'm Cole Stratton. I'm Vanessa Ragland. A little bit of our usual housekeeping stuff up front before mm. we get to our amazing guest. Yep. Uh, we have to thank some people who donated to help keep this podcast going. We get to thank some people. That's right. It's we, a privilege. We love this part. Um, and also, we love to hear Vanessa's freestyle rhymes. <laughs> so uh, first up, Jonathan from Riverside. Jonathan, Jonathan. I almost did Christmas ham again. Really? I've done that before. I think you have. I think it might have been for Jonathan. It might have been. I'll say, John, John, you're not gone from my heart. You live in it. Nice. It was sweet, really sweet to the point. <laughs> uh, Eddie from La Mirada. Eddie, Eddie, you're so sweaty like my cousin, Big Fat Betty. <laughs> well, that was less than complimentary. <laughs> Eddie, Eddie you're I don't not think, sweaty. I don't think you perspire. <laughs> and I don't even have a cousin named Betty. I'm going crazy today. There you go. Uh, Melissa from Belmont. Melissa, you know what I want to do? I want to kiss ya. Nice. Yeah. And I do know, Melissa and I go way back. So, hi, Melissa. Glad you're donating. Thank you, uh, Melissa. Of course, our usual shout out to Sean from Flint. Sean, Sean, you gone to make us blush. You give us so much. Her skills have gotten worse, which makes it <laughs> amazing. Uh, Stig from uh, an unspecified location. So Stig. Stig, Stig, Stig. I got you got a big wallet. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, and finally, Emma from San Francisco. Emma, Emma, you're a Gemma. Nice. Yeah. People are gonna start stop donating now. That I'm so uh, I've got to get back on my game. I think that the back. heart of those was really good, though. Uh, yeah, it was nice. <laughs> um, so, anyways, please, uh, you can help support the podcast. There's a donate button on our website, which is popmyculturepodcast.com. Every little bit really, really helps. It sure does. Um, also, uh, on iTunes, we uh, got a, a recent uh, feedback thing oh. from um, Iron Man four five six three five six seven. He uh, took my name. That's what I tried to get. And exactly. They were like, it was taken. taken. <laughs> uh, anyways, he uh, did rave about the podcast, but also asked uh, when what our release schedule it. like, is. Basically. It's kind of all over the place. So here's the answer to that. Uh, we aim to do them about every 10 days. We try to get three a month in. Three a month in. But uh, holidays and the San Francisco Sketch Fest. Yeah, I was gone and, for a month, so yeah. it made it a little hard to do ones outside of the one we did live, the Odenkirk episode. Hopefully yeah. people are listening to that. Um, but so, there yeah. isn't a, it's not like an every third Tuesday or anything like that. It's yeah. just, we got to line our guests up and yeah. try to get a schedule. So we, we, we aim we for do about every tweet, 10 days. Um, letting people know when they're coming and everything like that. Yeah. So, so if can, you follow at PMC podcast or me, I'm at Cole Stratton. I'm at Vanessa Ragland. You can find out when something's coming out. Cause yeah. we usually hint at it and then give the actual release Perfect. on there. And also as far as iTunes goes, please, uh, oh, yeah. go on to iTunes, rate the podcast, leave a review. It helps us to get featured and it's just great to know what people think. Yeah. Unless you hate it, then stay away from it. Then just don't do it. Yeah, don't do it. <laughs> you can um, do something else with your time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, anywho, uh, this episode is fantastic. Our guest did uh, sign a DVD for you. Yeah. So when you listen for the first question, uh, you can answer that. Go to our website, popmyculturepodcast.com. Leave, Leave it in the your comments. first there, and you could possibly win this DVD. What? So let's get to this episode, shall we? Boom, boom. Cheep, 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 cheep. Our guest today, very exciting. You know him from um, several Police Academy movies. More recently, he's directed great things like World's Greatest Dad and Sleeping Dogs Lie. Bobcat Goldthwait is here. <laughs> Thank you. I, I feel like the need to interrupt you. I don't know. 
You can. No, yeah. but I was. Gonna, I do it all the like, time. Like suddenly, I was going to go into the uh, Grover voice and go, <laughs> blah. Yeah, I don't know why. I guess I was nervous. You know, maybe that it's a crutch. You can there work you through it. Oh, the voice is a crutch. Yeah, I think so. I got to get. It's past better it. than food. That's mine. Well, I, I, I look. I, I also like to eat too. So I like to. <laughs> that's the, that's the other possible name for my special: eating it. <laughs> nice. I love that. Uh, well, I'm gonna have a, a, a special on TV, but I can't talk about it yet. Which is we talked about off the air. How I can't. Talk we know about a it. secret. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's gonna be huge. Yeah, we're like Hollywood insiders now. Oh man, yeah. I'm gonna. Pull Post no. this on the internet. On the Blind <laughs> item. This be for variety. <laughs> Whose name rhymes with schmopcat? <laughs> I'm not good at writing blind <laughs> items. Well, I think now you have the title for your special. Yes. <laughs> name's name I think it's either you don't look the same. Phoning it in, it seems to be a good title, but I don't think... <laughs> I love it. I don't bad. think the, the average Joe will, will, will get that we'll one. We'll get but. that. But yeah, I'm back doing stand-up comedy after uh, a, a hiatus. What got you back? I love the audience. Yeah. No, I ran out of money. <laughs> I, mean, I, I, I make that Let's joke. Let's get real. But, uh, but yeah, I uh, I do. St- I think people they see the movies that I write and direct, and they think that that <laughs> that I finance them. And I've only done that once. Uh, that was Sleeping Dogs Lie. We shot that in two weeks with a crew from Craigslist. No way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, the rest of the movies, other people do give their money uh, and, and, and finance them. Yeah. It's not all you. No. I, I, the, the, Bobcat well, Beat Pockets. The, uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I went to uh, uh, Hot Pockets. That's my uh, Bob Scratch Goldfarb Hot Pockets. <laughs> I, uh, I'm, I'm making a new movie, uh, which isn't announced too, so here's another scoop <gasps> for you guys. Ooh, uh, we've got no. to scoop. Yeah. And I'm making it with uh, Darko. Uh, the same folks that I made uh, World's World Greatest Dad, Dad with. Right? Oh, yeah. wow. And it's, uh, it's, I start that in April. And it's a much smaller movie, but it's a, a spree killer uh, movie. Whoa. Sweet. Yeah. You're just sunshine and daffodils. I, I am. A, <laughs> you would think so. But uh, yeah, you know, and, and you know what else is weird is uh, uh, I spend a lot of time. Like what, what I find really relaxing is any of the true crime oh, channels. Oh, man. You know, as soon as it that. says it was the kind of neighborhood where people <laughs> left the doors unlocked, I'm like, I'm in. You know? <laughs> Tell me who got Do you watch cut Snapped? Up. No. Oh, Snap's good. That's the show where it, oh, it used people to be, push to their limits. It's a woman, yeah. It's a, it's it's on uh, maybe oxygen. It, it might be oxygen or or yeah, it's not Lifetime. Yeah. So what happens is is. It used to be an hour show, so they used to they they removed the, the the second act, so now it's a half hour. So it's just like they get married, bitch gets an axe. Whoa! <laughs> just like you they, gotta speed it up. Yeah, they, we don't they, care how she got there. Yeah, she eventually yeah. got an axe. Yeah, yeah. Let's just cut Shit to that. happened yeah. in the middle. Somebody, yeah. yeah, blah blah blah. They had kids, then eventually they Somebody fell didn't apart. Somebody feel like she was being nurtured. Somebody uh, started cheating. You know, they cut all that out, and it's just that uh, wow. they met in high school, and, and, and then she ate his she, liver. Yeah, it's all, it's great. So it's just the part you want. Oh man. Um, uh, so snapped. I like watching, but no. So I'm making a spree killer movie, and it's a um, the, the 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 story. There is a guy whose whose life is really horrible, and he's watching uh, a show like I have to say, like um, my super sweet sixteen. Yeah, and then he drives from central New York to Virginia, and he kills that girl, and then. <laughs> And then a classmate of, of the girls goes, did you just kill Chloe? And he doesn't say anything. And she goes, awesome. 
Wow. So, <laughs> so they get in his uh, his '67 Cougar, and, and she becomes around. a killer too. Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, it's not like yeah. Well, that was the funny thing when I was <laughs> when I was looking at like what it takes to be a spree killer. Uh, I noticed that um, the first five things on the list teenage girls have. Like, do you know what I'm saying? Like, what's the list? It was just like a list of spree killers, and then and then the things that they didn't have was they they do have empathy and things oh, like right. that. But I was like looking at uh, um, mental traits in spree killers, like emotionally unstable. Yeah, and uh, and a young girl has a lot of those same ones. Yeah. So so I mean, it's not, a, not? a creepy story. I don't want to ruin it for anyone. I mean, they don't hook up, so I I, <laughs> I think I just cost myself Danny Elfman. But <laughs> I, mean, I don't know if that was my target audience. But no, I was just listening. Uh, to uh, a, a radio and I like little girls came on. I was like, wow, that's like that's dark. That's like, yeah, that's darker than anything and romantic. I romantic. But here, yeah. <laughs> well, that's the thing. People say my movies are dark, and I and 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 I don't feel they are. And I'm not trying to be cute, I, I, but I do believe this new screenplay is dark. Actually, oh wow, yeah, that's the difference. What I like about those true crime shows is that. Um, they always because they don't have a lot of video footage half the time for these things. So like they do like still footage, like still photos, and then they do a slow camera push into them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. Then, yeah. It, and then it turns to a reverse negative at the last second when they're like, because like, oh, no. it made this guy turn bad, and then psh, reverse yeah. negative of it. I just noticed that last night about it was really funny. I was like, I think they only have two photos, and they might have just been their licenses, you know, their right. <laughs> their IDs. Oh my gosh! I love the reenactments. Any show with reenactments, I like and hate. I uh, reenacted. You reenacted. You did? I did in America's Most Wanted. What did you do in yeah. the scene? Uh, I was a Zodiac <laughs> killer. You no. were the Zodiac. Yeah. No, I got killed. Awesome. Uh, I didn't die. Like I, I played. I did. This was like when I lived up in San Francisco because uh-huh. they they like to shoot in the actual places that these crimes right. took place. So they cast everything up there when I lived up north. And, uh, yeah, it was when there was, you know, Zodiac never was solved, so they were doing right. that, and this was like 10 But were you ago. in San Francisco, or were you the ones in the other bay? We, were, we shot in Vallejo, because yeah. I, I played Mike Majot, who mm-hmm. actually survived. He's he the, was one the one in the couple? Yeah, he went there with his girlfriend. They got shot up. She died, and, and, and the truth of the matter is he, like, dragged himself, like, a mile and a half to wow. a phone booth and called the police and then passed oh. out, and now he's a total recluse, which they sort of bookended Why? him in the movie, in the Zodiac <laughs> Killer movie, or the Zodiac the Fincher movie. Yeah. He's mm-hmm. at the beginning and the end of it like that's the part i played oh. but um yeah it was weird because uh you know i've never reenacted before now how how far did you actually have to crawl they didn't actually shoot that part oh. they, they basically shot me like picking her up at the diner or whatever and what was um, the audition i do i am <laughs> oh, interested man. in that uh did they have because you're not talking did you have to i had two lines oh, or whatever oh. um or one is well, making it? up literally it's like we're sitting in the car or, okay. or we're okay. like okay. making Paint out picture. or whatever well then, you got to make out with her yeah oh man or actually we're like about to kiss and then like oh. the light comes from like a flashlight <laughs> yeah and then um i turn and i look <laughs> and i go uh oh wait maybe it's the cops you should get out your id like that was my line and that then, really and then they do this. Like, it's really. Stupid. I would be creeped out by that if yeah. I was making out with a dude. He goes, "Get out your ID." Out your ID. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, he's had problems no in the past. Yeah. I know how this goes. Hey. Do you have your passport on you? <laughs> Throw your Furby out the window. <laughs> <laughs> this is not cool. So there's literally a shot of like the flashlight panning across the window, and then me looking into the flashlight and kind of going. Like making his face, and then all of a sudden you see the gun go blam, 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 wow. blam, and shoots us up. And we got like hazard pay because you know they used the gun a blank, was around, oh. around. yeah, which is How, actually kind of scary. It's it is. Loud. How far away were you from the blank? Um, maybe five feet. 
Like, Yuck. not that far. Yeah. Um, I just went and shot guns because uh, of the Spree Killer movie because I'd never really shot a whole bunch of guns. And um, <laughs> when I, I used to work on the Kimmel show, I used to direct the show. Um, uh, the cameramen are... Um, uh, they're all packing heat. They're all a bunch of crazy hillbillies, and they all have tons of guns. Oh, my gosh. It was uh, actually a lot of fun. But you know what's funny is uh, I-, I would definitely consider myself on the um, uh, left side of things. You know, I never – you know, I grew up around a lot of guns. That's that's that, that's true. But, but, but you know, the stereotype I always thought of gun range would be a bunch of – you know what I mean? Like I thought it would just be guys reciting Larry the Cable Guy routines right. and stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? like, blam, 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 yeah. blam. Yeah, blam. you know, and I thought uh, – it was the friendliest place I've really? ever... Really? Sure. Everyone, hey, want to try my gun? And everybody's really friendly. And, you're one of us. And, yeah, you know what? I learned that, that when you're packing heat, they don't see color. They're all just like, hey. You know, it was, a, it was a really happy, friendly, supportive group. And stone cold sober, too. So Whoa. It was no, it's a good combo. Yeah, yeah. Everybody was just all friends. Have you kept in touch? Oh, I'm going to go do it again. Yeah. I'm going to make some more noise. Yeah, I actually oh, yeah. hurt my shoulder doing it. The kickback? <laughs> Oh man! I think that's a. I, I said that. Can I you believe kickback, it? But I was like, I hurt my shoulder. Like I, I, I'm such a baby. Aww. You're not supposed to say that. Uh, yeah. Somebody else hurt your shoulder. But it was a BB gun. I was. <gasps> oh. no, you know, I am a BB gun enthusiast. I should mention that. Really? I, I've been an indoor BB gun enthusiast for <gasps> a long time. That sounds horrible. Well, I was. What do you shoot at, inside? Well, I went through a, 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 a. I got a tree, a Christmas tree. After uh, you know, after you go through a breakup, if you start a tree. You have no emotional attachment to any of the bulbs. Do you know what I'm saying? Okay. It was a clean... <laughs> yeah. So, so I was like, my, my current wife now, she was actually my friend at the time, and uh, I said, Let's, uh, I'm going to get a gun and we'll go shoot the Christmas tree. <laughs> so, uh, it was so much fun. Oh, But my at gosh. first she was kind of screaming, and then eventually she's like, give me that gun. So she, she got in on it. it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just thinking about cleanup. Yeah, but like you go... Putting the bulbs away and and individually, but you just sweep it. It was it was so much okay. more expedient. And okay. then I said to my landlady, "Hey, look at uh, there's going to be a loud noise." But <laughs> <laughs> I, I threw the tree out the window. <laughs> I had a little anger. Uh, you know what are you going to do? You got to deal with it. Yeah, Love the gun range. Uh, ergo, um, go in the living room. Yeah, but the the guns uh, that was very uh, fascinating for, to me. How um, everybody was very uh, it was uh, it was most uh, way more anger in a bowling alley than in a gun range. <laughs> right. I guess everybody is just happy to be there at that point. Everyone like, just shooting guns. You're getting it out. Yeah, they're working it all yeah, out. Yeah. I've never shot. I shot a shotgun once. Did you really? Yeah, it freaked me out. Did it? Mm-hmm. Made me so shaky afterwards. For a really? Because you, it's easy to kill things. I think. <laughs> Especially with a well, shotgun. Yeah, you know, like you feel that. how, whoa, it's just terrifying. Like, you didn't oh. feel like God for a while? No. I felt like God was going to get me for a while. <laughs> like, <laughs> God was going to get you because you shot a gun? Well, I shot a cat. No, just kidding. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I shot a nun at the time, so I really felt It was God, a little so. child. Yeah. Uh, and I feel, I feel like bad about it. Bad. Yeah. <laughs> I think for a moment I liked the fact that when you said shot a cat, I was upset. <laughs> Sitting here talking about you were playing a real person who got shot <laughs> by the Zodiac. <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't make jokes about shooting cats. That's not a joke, okay? <laughs> hey, man. I'm very, uh, uh, I, I have uh, 
four cats. I rescued three this year. Wow. I didn't rescue them. I mean, I, I, people got they weren't like in a rescue? burning building and you came running <laughs> yeah, yeah. in. You had a little bit of trampoline like, outside like the window. Like the Pee Wee movie and the snakes. Yeah. No, I, no, I, no, the last three actually were rescue rescues, like where they're just hobo cats Aww. that I brought home and, you know. and, and uh, They had little sticks with uh, bandanas <laughs> and on the end. Playing harmonicas. Yeah. They had five o'clock shadows. Blowing on a jug. They're eating with three shoes. X's on it, yeah. You know what the difference between a hobo and a, a, a bum is? Uh-uh. A hobo will kill you. <laughs> <laughs> I remember telling that to my dad. He's like, that's not funny. I go, no, because he thought he had hobos in the back of his house. I go, they'll kill you. They'll, they'll, they'll shank you. So um, so I have uh, three new cats, and that's uh, uh, Squeaky from. Uh, uh, she's a scrappy little redhead from the streets of Hollywood. <laughs> nice. uh, the detective, Carla Whiskerson, she plays by her own rules. And uh, Peeps LaRue, who has, her eyes are so blue. She's like a young lady. Taylor and um, <laughs> and Madeline Perman was uh, my wife's cat before the widow Madeline Perman. Oh. Her husband died in the war. <laughs> Don't bring it up. The late Mr. Perman. <laughs> when you go to the house, there's a, a, a needlepoint of a cat of of uh, Mr. Perman, Admiral Perman. He's <laughs> oh. <laughs> a little cat with a, oh a needlepoint, and it's about a foot off the ground, framed for her. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. I hate people, but I like cats. <laughs> I, uh, I think I like people. T- yeah, I do. I don't know. I, if they're I, like cats? Mm, no, I, I don't. You know, I mean, I think like everybody, you know, aren't you fed up? I mean, just the lack of shame and and, and everybody. And it's funny for me to say this, but, you know, everyone's just so loud. <laughs> just, <laughs> you know, guys. I don't. I honestly don't like leaving the house. Very yeah. Much. Well, Ooh. yeah. And, and, and it, it's just I don't know where it's going. You know, I think that's what this new screenplay is about, because it doesn't. Um, the other movies I've made recently kind of were little parables. But this one's just kind of very open ended at the end. Well, we were talking about the Super Bowl um, earlier, like the mm-hmm. halftime show and stuff. And I love you. The can football say, program, <laughs> yes. you know, the, the football program. Who won the football program? Did the, uh, the Green Bay Packers. Pack. The, all won right. the football program. Pack- the Packers. Yeah, sure man. Did. I don't know. Rejoice, cheeseheads. <laughs> I should just put. Slipping a tiara on for the rest of this conversation. <laughs> I, I didn't watch the I football show. I don't know what show. the rules are. I was actually driving back from Sketchfest because the festival went forever, and uh, was you know just getting little updates from people's Twitter's feeds. I made Valentine's while it was on, and uh, and I, I did watch after the fact a couple of things online, yeah. like the halftime show thing, just because I was curious about them because I'd heard so many. Yeah, I am like, curious. I it's will definitely watch them. the where is it going kind of feeling. Oh, really? Yeah. I was a startle. I, I really don't know anything about sports. Like I didn't realize like like that football players come out to fireworks now. Like like oh, yeah. that's so America. Yeah, you oh, know, yeah. like it's not Our enough. Court. You know what I mean? We can just how about if we shoot him in a rocket that's a Dodge <laughs> Ram? You know what I mean? Like yeah, but the guy just comes out. Yeah, you know, everything is turned into uh, everything's just turned into this one event. It's not that you just cut a slice off. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not. There's not, not much difference between wrestling and the Super Bowl at this point. It's you know, all spectacle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially yeah, the yeah. halftime show was like, well, it was Black Eyed Peas who will seem to play any event that there is. Like, it's always Black Eyed Peas. <laughs> Plus a thousand people in glow suits, or more than a thousand. Th- glow like, suits? Like, dancing around, like, oh, robot dancing. Oh, that good. And then... The, the stage is lighting up saying, love, love, love. Like, 
And then that's what it's kind of turning into like a. Is that like trying to do a bait and switch on the guys who are causing domestic violence? I guess. It's like you're, you're, you're drunk. You're beating up your wife because your team's not love. 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 It just kind of reminds me of like uh, that John Carpenter movie, They Live, where sure. like, you know, when you put the sunglasses on, you could see all the signs everywhere that are like, be complacent, yeah. obey. Yeah, yeah. Like the, all that the, stuff. The yuppie movie. Yeah. But you know, um, I, uh, I was on a flight with the Black Eyed Peas. They were so charming. Yeah. Yeah. I had no use for a Black Eyed Peas. Until I was on that flight, and they were so sweet. Are, now, are you and boom, then, boom, power? And then, like, the next day... No, I don't, I don't... No, but then, like, the next day or two after that was when uh, Will I Am uh, hit oh, Perez Hilton in the face, and I went and bought a bunch of Black Eyed Peas music. Still haven't listened to it, but I wanted to show my solidarity. Stick by him. You know, I'm all for... If Perez Hilton was outing... Uh, like religious kooks that uh, you know that are causing uh, persecution of gays, or uh, politicians who cause backwards legislation towards gays. Right, out them. That's great, but just outing people in show business. That... Just to be sassy. Here's my thing, it, or just it, what a jerk. You yeah. know, here's the thing. It's like. If you're trying to be a leading man, unfortunately, there is stereotype. Absolutely. You know, you're you're going to get. It's going to hurt your 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 chances of getting work. He's in a profession where being uh, a gay man is the norm. You know right. what I mean? You're in the gossip industry. That yeah. helps you. You know what I mean? Right. It's not like an industry filled with hetero men. Right. You know, uh, outside of Sam Rubin, who I'm really <laughs> on the fence about. Yeah, otherwise, about. the gossip would just be like, hey, guys, Ford's coming out with a new truck. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like, uh, it's so, what a, what a horrible, horrible. Well, now he's still playing man. nice. Like, he um, has changed his whole. Website, if I ever but saw him, so I would gross. kick him right in his cunt. I really would. I really would. <laughs> You know, it's like what you know. What, you know, I don't. I don't read it. It's just whenever anything comes out about yeah. him, it's like it's like make something. You but know. Then he put your photo up and then draw all over it. Draw you can doodle, it. spit doodle. in your mouth. I'm just really. I don't care about uh, gossip and all that kind of stuff. But it's just the fact that uh, he, he just to to be hurting uh, uh, people. Uh, you know, it's just this really weird bitchy mentality of, of people. Um, you know, and look, I was on the. I really helped plant the flag on celebrity bashing, so I'm not coming to this. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, uh, clean, but but recently, not re- even recently, uh, probably a while ago, I just said no more. You know, like if I'm going to take a shot at someone, it's going to be for a specific reason, Something and not just right. because they're famous and I'm right. not, or I don't think they should be famous. Yeah, because right. once you realize that fame's not really a prize, you know, <laughs> I wish it on people I loathe. Right. <laughs> Deal with this. Yeah. No, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, oh, yeah. I hope they get all the success they want. <laughs> you know, that'd be great. <laughs> the other thing about the uh, about the halftime show was is the Black Eyed Peas sang live, but it was auto tuned while they sang live. Yeah, somehow their mic so said like, that. Oh, it had that weird robot effect sound to it. So, so like when singing. you heard the crowd cheer, the crowd, if they were oh, picked I up on the mic, that's true, they would have been auto tuned. And Slash came out of a little box. And- yeah, they played Sweet Child of Mine. And they did a big medley did of kind of all their hits. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was really random. And uh, Usher came out and did the splits. This is what? great. And the other thing, too, is like they're all wearing these like faux futuristic suits, right, that light up or that look kind of like space Not armor, faux. you know? 
They are futuristic. That is okay. the future. That's the but future. what's funny, and like sunglasses, and they <laughs> all have. Oh, you better go get yourself. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Get ready because I got my moon boots. And then, you know, like some of them have like kind of, you know, weird weird cut haircuts that are kind of at angles or whatever. Like it to me, and I was telling Vanessa this I beforehand, so it's, it's almost like what if there's a concert in an 80s movie that was supposed to take place in 2037, right, right, right. what it looked like. In the future. It's, yeah, it's just one step shy of, like, the Wild Stallions in the future and Bill and Ted when they're all doing, like, the big, long... Like, <laughs> right, 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 right. Like, it's just... It's so close to that. that it's just funny Stallions. to me. It's like, but it's, if they make this the future, it is the future. Do you see what I'm saying? Wow. If everyone's doing it, then that's what's real. But does that mean what? we're all going to have... We would like to silver plug our sponsors, soon? Medical Marijuana. <laughs> <laughs> At Dr. Feels guys, Good. Do you get it though? <laughs> Are you with me? I, um, yeah, I always like that. And you know what's also in the big of the 80s movies is the, uh, or, or in movies in general, that I like the, the clothes that, um, a, 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 a woman or young girl who, who's gonna be a fashion designer. Comes up oh yeah, yeah. Like, the best example is don't tell mom the baby. So much shoulder dead. pad yeah. happening. Shoulder pads. <laughs> I see a lot of neon colors and some suit jackets in the future. <laughs> That's always my favorite thing too is like the uh, the fashion montages in those movies. Oh yeah, where like they're, somebody's trying on outfits and then they walk out and then they go ah and then they go mm, no, no until they finally get it right. Yeah. And, but you can't tell what it's supposed. Yeah, you're to like, I know. Oh, they all look terrible. That was an improvement. Okay, right. Because... So the big brooch and the and high it's always ponytail. To, like, uh, like a weird like montage song yeah. like we uh, made up one that was like the version of our version of it was like get your affairs in order do, 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 do. <laughs> like that's to us is what all those songs are get your affairs in order it's good and you gotta have a shot of the somebody doodling on the paper like right. squish 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 mm. yeah. do they crumple it up you know, like not right, <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> gotta try again <laughs> then you have the shot of the garbage can that has like no papers in it but, but has like all of them around it. it look I mean I would say as a as a guy who makes movies, that would be my Achilles heel. I'm a little, a little heavy on the uh, montage, you know. Oh man! Um, so I, I'm going to a, a montage twelve step. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm, I have admitted that I'm part of a montage. 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 Well, what happens when I'm writing? You know, I think like a lot of the part uh, of a movie where other people who make movies get excited about. I lose complete interest. Do you know what I mean? I'm not mm-hmm. like all of a sudden it's like, well, here's the part where where they um, let's say, oh, now they're going on a killing spree. I'm like, eh, that's not really that. You know what I mean? I, I, I'm doing my best not to have a get your affairs in order. She's shooting the gun she backwards. No, nope. <laughs> <laughs> ow, my shoulder. It's not right yet. <laughs> turns it around. She finally gets the thumbs up. Thumbs up. Yeah. There no, you go. there's not a the uh, montage. They laugh. There might be a training montage still <laughs> in there somewhere. But um, yeah, I do. So I'm working my best. But you know what's funny? It's like um. The, some of the reviews for World's Greatest Dad were, were pointing out that uh, that I was montage heavy, and, and I went, "Well, I'll show you. I'm going to do a musical." So <laughs> that's, that's another thing I've been working on is a, a, a musical with uh, Ray Davis of the Kinks, and uh, oh, nice. oh my gosh, and it's uh, it's an old Kinks album from the '70s. So I'm I'm making that. Uh, I've written the script. Ray's on board as one of the producers, and uh, we have uh, some producing elements in place. And it's a bigger movie than I've ever made, so so it is costing more. So it's taking a little longer to get going, awesome. but. That's still a movie I'm I'm That'd be making. great. Kinks are amazing. I love the Kinks and and now Ray and I are, are friends and uh and uh, I'm oh, very it's really weird cuz I it was just a you know that 
Ray was clearly he was a big hero of mine when I was he was a hero of mine. Yes, my hero. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I thought I, I want to make sure. Yeah. I was a big hero of Ray's. That's right. <laughs> that was one of his biggest heroes. He said, you know that 13-year-old fat kid in Syracuse, New York? God, I wish I could be like him. Someday. <laughs> that kid down in the basement of his parents' house. Guess I'll just write Lola instead. <laughs> what's, your, uh, what's your favorite Kings album, if you had to choose? Uh, you know what? It sounds corny, but it is the, the album that I'm making into a feature. It's called Schoolboys in the Scrace. And it's just okay. this album that came out in the 70s. It was part of, like, he had done a, a, a series of concept albums. But that one really struck home with me because uh, the songs are almost like a, a poo-poo platter of Kinks music. Like, there's songs that sound like their earlier stuff. And, and, and then, the, you know, so so that that would be it, the Schoolboys, the one that we're making into the Nice. Movie. I kind of, I love Arthur. That's probably my favorite. Arthur, I, you know, I, I listen to, you know, all Kinks. So, so uh I, I'm, you know, like, I, I guess I listen to a lot of the preservation is 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 is, is where uh, I jumped on. You know, I think it's kind of funny where people grab on too because yeah. it's like I don't want. There's to, so many different eras with yeah, them, it's like you know, 40 like years of music. think of like the whole like you really got me like that earlier stuff, yeah. and then like there's stuff that's a little like Moosewell Hillbillies and things like that. They're a little more yeah. concepty and stuff like that. Like they're all over the place in a good way. Like, yeah, you know, they and and. Great songs, great songwriters. So yeah, so that's that's one of the things I'm I'm currently. How did you on. connect? Like, did you begin the project first in hopes to get? Yeah, it was. It really was like something I've always wanted oh, to wow. do. So, uh, Andy Tenenbaum, this guy who works with the uh, Zappa Estate, asked me to uh, direct this uh, Joe's Garage, which I was just busy at the time. You know, uh, and um, I said, well, you know, there's something I've always wanted to do is this Kinks thing. So he just cold called. Uh, uh, raise the agent and uh, I flew across the country oh and gosh. I think people were there pitching him like doing a Broadway kind of mm-hmm. right. jukebox thing maybe because yeah. Because then suddenly I came in, I'm like pitching, you, you know, you know that album in the 70s school? <laughs> well, you know, and I was sweating. And, oh. and, I, and I finally said to him, I go, you remember that sketch with Chris Farley, the... Uh, and he didn't remember, you know, the Chris Farley show. Right. Chris Farley yeah. Remember, and he goes, yeah, remember when you were in the Beatles? That was cool. <laughs> yeah. and, he, and so he said to me, he goes, and I go back, I go, yeah, remember when you were in the Kinks? You know, so, <laughs> so that kind of broke the ice. Yeah. And, and, uh, and, you know, it was like, well, who would watch this movie? And I said, all the kids that uh, fucking hate high school musicals. What I said. <laughs> uh, you know, so, so, uh. Yeah, no offense, Zac Efron. Sorry, that? I just had to say no offense. Oh, no offense, Zac. Is that your? Is that your? He kind of has a Zac thing. You well, do? I'd say I'm his hero. So you're his what? I'm Se- his hero. Oh, you're his I hero. So. Okay, I thought you were his secret girlfriend. No, well, does he know this? He's not aware that I'm his hero, but he. And, and how old is he? He's a grown up. Okay, I keep getting that I'm some pedophile. He's like 22. Okay. <laughs> and, and super and man, grown up. so bold. How old are you? Yeah, I am 21. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, I like older men. <laughs> I uh, nice. Hey, uh, look, I, I got on Letterman when I was 20, and uh, I think by the time I was uh, like 24, oh. I, I that's when I had my daughter. You know, my my ex wife had my daughter. I, I'm not going to be one of those guys. We're pregnant. No, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> you're, not right. you're not pounding out a kid. Yeah. So. Uh, 
Yeah, so I, 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 I was ready, right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Zach is, uh, uh, mm. and plus he's been in show business. Yeah, all he had his to grow life. up fast. Grew up fast around those sets. Oh. Sure did. Uh, <laughs> don't confuse wealth and success with maturity. No, I don't think I am. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm knowing that. You know, he probably <laughs> goes home. A world of hurt. <laughs> He probably goes home and puts on a Jerky Boys album. He puts on just... his he puts on his pants. Now, I um, someone puts on his pants for him one leg at a time. One leg at a time. <laughs> That's right. I, He's got three people to do that. I have a guy to put Staff. on his pants. <laughs> That's right. I'm the belt guy. I'm the belt guy. Uh, I'm sure there's a, plenty of people uh, who would love to put on his pants. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> you just putting that on. Now, have you met him? Mm, mm, yeah. No. Okay. No, we haven't met. <laughs> Have you okay. been in the same room yes, as him? Yes. Okay. Is there a he restraining the, order? Nope. He was with his other girlfriend, Vanessa, at the time. Oh, that whore? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I don't, I don't know <laughs> Talking about that. a kick. Whoa. <laughs> I wouldn't. I would never. I'm sorry. Wow. Wow. I was just calling back to the other I, one. Did I drop a yeah. punt bomb? Yeah, with earlier? Perez. So, oh, okay. But um, <laughs> I really wouldn't do that to Vanessa Hudgens. I wouldn't do that at all. <laughs> <laughs> I would just explain. I would talk to her rationally and say, well, what are you getting out you of go. this relationship? So let's talk about <laughs> world's greatest dad. All right, oh, but yeah. I am uh, fascinated with this. Because <laughs> you, you're joking, but you're not. Well, you don't see that deeply into my soul. You're joking, you, but you're not. If you listen to the past PMC episodes, uh, Zach comes up quite a bit. Some, when I, he, when I he needs that. to. When I hardly he, ever bring him up myself. Wow. Uh-huh. And, and you don't have enough juice, Cole, to, to make this happen? To, 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 Toledo Sketch Fest. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> we'll make it happen one day. I'm writing a project. Now, I know something about Sketch Fest. Yes, yes. It's people on the way up and on the way down. And in the middle, <laughs> you don't get them. When they're in the middle, they want a lot of okay. money. All right. With that said, where was I? You were in the middle. You're on the way up. <laughs> no, we were, we were. I'm on the way. Uh, I would say I'm on the way out, and then on other ways, hopefully I'm on the way. Yeah. Out. How's you know, that? Like I. Honestly, I have a very strange career. I know that. World's I mean, Greatest Dad is like got a lot of acclaim. A mm. lot of people really love it. I think it's great. I just watched it nice. and. Um, I mean, I know a lot of people just say it's dark, it's dark, it's dark, it's dark, it's dark. Right. I don't think it's that dark. I don't think – the two things, I don't think it's dark and um, they're – you know, the, I sometimes get uh, – you know, people say it's uh, – oh, Heathers, you know. and and um, But Heathers is – I would say this new screenplay – and by the way, I'm not a big Heathers fan. But I think this new screenplay has more to do with Heathers in a weird way I just noticed as we're talking <laughs> <laughs> because because there's – you know, they – you know, the, the killing aspect. And but, the young um, girl. The only thing was, you know, I love my gay son. That 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 element right. of uh, of Heather's, but you know, but 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 World's Greatest Dad is a movie about a middle aged guy who who is uh, who who needs to grow up. It, it's really like yeah. a coming of age of a of an adult guy. Well, it's like you know, he pretty much needs like he's a frustrated writer. You know, he can't right. really get his stuff read, and then <laughs> the only outlet he can find to get his stuff out is through <laughs> the death of his son, yeah. which I'm not really ruining anything. Cause that's pretty much the yeah, plot people, of the movie. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, there are montages in this one that I thought was really effective though, was the one where, um, the little ghost of the image of his son would keep oh, popping up. Oh, I like up. that one. Yeah. I think that was yeah. really, really cool. 
You know, that actually had dialogue, and, and then I just kind of tossed it out when I found that uh, Deadly Syndrome song because I thought that was better, you know. And, I, and, 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 I, and I, I'm only joking, but I think there should just uh, – I, I probably should have done a two or three less. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing. You know that's what I see when I see the movie. You know, uh, uh, you know, you, you know, people are watching it. They're, you know, the average Joe. I'm lucky if they watch it once, and, right. and they're not going to go back to it. So, you know, when you, when you start doing the festival circuit, you end up seeing your movie a whole bunch, a bunch yeah. of times. Yeah. yeah. And Robin's really, really good in he's it. Amazing. Like, I love it when he's like kind of given a drama with comedic elements. So he's kind of reined in yeah. a little bit. Because, I mean, he's hilarious, but when he has room to riff... Like, but I think this is different. This, is, to me, is like... Uh, well, I guess maybe the, the Great White. But, you know, this is like the first indie comedy he did. You know what I mean? Because yeah. normally he's like... Um, you know, even Death the Smooch is still kind of a, a, a studio picture. You yeah. know, this is like where he's doing kind of the, a role that would be like a Bill Murray kind of uh, role, right? In a, in a weird way, you know, because it, it, I think it's a comedy. I mean, I, and again, I'm not trying to be cute. I mean, I don't really concern myself with with those things in mind when I'm making uh, when I'm writing. I don't think is this a comedy, you know, I don't concern myself with who's it for. And that yeah. was a big thing that changed in my life about 7 years ago. I just started to write what came out of me not even with the idea that we would make it. Just just to I, I went I just said, well, I'm not, you know, I I'm just going to see if I can write a screenplay, hand it to someone and they can read it and say, "Oh, this makes sense to me." Right. Because right. I was having such miserable luck the other way you know trying to write a movie that jim carrey could be in or yeah. you know right. what i mean yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or a movie for myself and and um when i just started writing what interested me everything changed so so mm. drastically yeah and daryl sabara was like phenomenally good as the kid yeah. like he's a, he's a such, great actor so cringy such to a watch good, those parts though and, but you totally <laughs> understand like you could see like it, it didn't seem like one-sided to me. It didn't seem like like he is kind of sort of complex. He just is a dick. Like there's yeah. no way around it. Like people don't want you know people make children and even high schoolers like you know they're not allowed to, if they're a bad kid they end up being like the bad seed where, right. or, or Damien where they're way over there right. you know. Yeah. Um, but but they're just you know horrible kids and and, and this in my head Daryl's characters had a lack of imagination you know and that was like the the other villain in this piece but it's funny because Daryl is a funny guy you know so he's just he's talking about chili dogging a woman which I, I didn't know <laughs> what that meant and right. so I I'm in the editing bay and I call him up I go hey Daryl what's a What's chili dog? And he goes, oh, that's when you crap on someone's chest. And he's like, oh. oh. I go, what's, oh. A, hey, what's what have you been doing? What's he goes, oh, I just got my license. I go, oh, cool. <laughs> hey, where are you? He goes, uh, math. I'm in math right now. <laughs> <laughs> he's in the back of the class talking about chili dog. Oh, nice. oh I go, this is a really creepy call. I'm going <laughs> to hang up now. So, so uh, yeah, Daryl, uh, I, I hopefully he can because he's very busy. Uh, he's going to do a small part in this new movie. And this new movie is going to have... Uh, uh, a lot of uh, uh, the the Bob Wood players, as 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 Robin and and uh, Tom Kenny call it, you know that they compare me to Ed Wood a lot because uh, uh, <laughs> it's all my friends. And like Dan Spencer, and, Dan Spencer yeah. will be back. Uh, it, it just the the whole uh, the whole gang: Morgan Murphy, Toby Huss, uh, nice. uh, Alexi's going to be in it. She's great. And, uh, oh, she's great 
and uh, Linda from Sleeping Dogs Lie. I'm Melinda. Jeez, I called her Linda. Melinda. It's like a nickname. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but the real question is, will Bruce Hornsby be making Will Hornsby be back? Uh, I, the real star. The real, you know, um, spoiler alert. Uh, no, I, as of now, Bruce is not in there. It would be really funny. But um, Find a place for him to be. It's a clerk at some uh, store yeah, yeah, where yeah. they pop through to get gas. Look, man, Bruce is, uh, was really awesome. And, uh, and then uh, it was great. Because, uh, you know, initially I kind of had in mind like a Hal Ashby movie or, or one of those 70s movies where there's a, a score kind of driven by a one singular artist. artist. Yeah. And and, um, and Bruce, uh, uh, you know, I, I ended up using so much of his music in the movie. It was really great. You know, I, I, I couldn't. What a what a what a sport. And uh, and everybody had a lot of fun when he was around. So he's cool. I mean. It's a little surreal to have a scene where two teenage girls fight over Bruce Hornsby CD. <laughs> yeah. I was like, this is awesome. Well, but I dig this. Like, to me, in that point of the movie, too, is like, you know, it, it is... Um, I kind of think of these movies in terms of, like, um, uh, fables. I don't really consider them... Uh, it's not an accurate slice of life. You know, I, the, the main characters, I kind of try to make sure that they're fleshed out three-dimensional people and then the other characters that come in really are are very um you know uh, uh just kind of quirky and they come in and out and right. and because you know someday if i do a, a a movie that would be a uh, you know an a- actual um you know uh, uh trying to do someone's life a, a biopic maybe right. i'd be a little bit more respectful but yeah Sometimes now when I hear myself getting interviewed, I, I, that's what happened in the middle of there. I'd like, oh. to, I'd like to punch me in the throat. Like, no. You know, I, like, like what I did was in the middle of that, I was like, would you be this lofty if you were like sitting next to George Clooney? You know, I just go, yeah, I make movies sometimes. So. It's kind of a hobby. They're dumb. Nobody sees them. <laughs> so your very first appearance was that was Police Academy 2, right? That was your first big screen the role? The first movie I was in was... Uh, a movie called in San Francisco called Massive Ata- Retaliation. Oh, Whoa. Yeah. And it was, a, it was a Cold War drama. Of course mm. it was. Where I play nice. a guy who kidnaps children. Wow. <laughs> With Johnny Weissmiller Jr. So oh, Tarzan's, Tarzan's son. Kid. Yeah. Nice. Who told me a great story about the day uh, Cheetah, the chimp, peeled uh, his father's toenail off. Oh, like, oh my God. That's what? enough. <laughs> like a potato chip. <laughs> And he said his dad, who was an Olympian swimmer, threw the monkey in the water and then oh. started drowning it. And so clearly he was just sitting there, someday, someday that fucking monkey is going to go a little too far. Like he clearly <laughs> he had, had a plan. A, he had a plan. He goes, I can't, he's got monkey strength. I can't beat him in a one to one, but monkey I get him in the water. water. That's my monkey. Turf, bitch. That's, yeah, that's, that's where I live. That's my court. So, uh, so yeah, because he clearly had a thought out. I'm just going to throw the monkey right in the water and drown him. <laughs> and so, so Massive Retaliation was my first movie, and it really holds up. <laughs> you should see it. It's all haunted down. It's, uh, it's really hard to find, but, yeah, it's, uh, it's something else, man. There's, there's a lot of ham on that set. It's nice. uh, me and Michael Pritchard. So I actually saw Pritchard when I was in San Francisco, and he, we were laughing about it. Nice. That's awesome. And then you moved on to police. Academy. Then I came down. And it's funny. Whoopi Goldberg was doing a showcase at the comedy store, and I went on after her. But whenever I run into people that were there that night, because it was just like, like uh, you know, all these people from showbiz were in the audience. It was crazy. 
And uh, she said, hey, I'd like to introduce you to my friend. And I went on after and did a set. And that's the guy, uh, Paul Maslansky, who produces uh, Police Academy movies, saw me and asked me basically to be in the movie then, you know. Did you and Whoopi have an existing relationship? Did uh, Whoopi and I were, were friends? <laughs> Whoa! What was that twinkle in your eye when you said that? I don't know when you said it. Not, I don't know why I'm blushing. Um, uh, sweating a little. Well, yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> Listen, Whoopi's a special lady. Okay. <laughs> I'll always have a special part. Because you guys did Burglar together years later, right? Ruth Pointer. No, I've convinced my wife that I had sex with a Pointer sister. <laughs> Why not? I was big in the 80s. It could have happened. She wrote Neutron Dance about me. Uh, yeah. A lot of people don't know that. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, I... Uh, uh, <laughs> Uh, no, Whoopi is a friend, still is a friend. Okay. I don't know why I got all weird. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yes, no, so uh, we, uh, I, I would like to, I bet you someday her and I will work together uh, again. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I just finished a, a new screenplay for Robin and I to do. Cool. You are and, so busy. And, well, I mean, I write a lot, but it doesn't necessarily, these things all come to uh you know, come to life, but right. but but uh, you know, Robin and I want to work together again, and 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 he wants to make this movie, and much to my surprise and my wife's, when I finished this one, I handed it to her, and you know, she reads them usually and gives me feedback, and she's like, her face looked all confused, and I, <laughs> I was like, oh, she hates it or whatever, and she's like, she's you wrote a a family picture. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I was like, I didn't mean to. We're the dead she people. Goes, you know, you take a, yeah, no, she goes, you could take a couple of curses out. This is like a PG or G movie. I was like, really? Oh. So I really don't write with an agenda. I just, I just, uh, you know, I have an outline and I sit down and I usually go to a chain quality hotel and, uh, you know, just kind of write until it's finished. You know? Wow. So like if I have to pay for the hotel, it keeps me writing. You know? Right. Like how fast would you say, I mean, that's a... You know, random question, but how fast do you think you could do a draft of something when you? Well, World's Greatest Dad that was a week, and then Whoa. and then Sleeping Dogs Lie was three days. But this new screenplay, I, I've written it on and off for for years. Yeah. You know, like the, there was, I just found a draft of this movie that was a hundred and like one hundred and seventy pages long, and uh, so instead of. Uh, Instead of rereading all the other drafts and versions, I actually sat down and said, why don't I write write it again, start clean, and don't look back at it. And then any of the elements that that were important to me, hopefully I'll remember. And I finally got it down to a... Uh, a shooting side. <laughs> no, 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 no. Now it's a, it's like a hundred nine, which is great because nice, there's yeah. a lot of uh, a lot of, and I've never done this kind of movie. You know, there's a lot of action and things like that. So, so, uh, or just, it's more stylized than the other movies. Just do Terrence Malick stuff. Just do a hundred and two hundred and forty pages. Yeah, well, that's like lots a, of nature shots. Just let it, you know, just let it breathe. Just, <laughs> well, that's a. This one's different, you know. This time I'm actually going to have a, a more of an agenda as far as the way it looks because uh, in the past I've always been more concerned with uh, – and of course I will be concerned with the performances, but I was m- more concerned with uh, c- creating environments where the actors were were, were changing and, and collaborating. And, and this one we're going to have to do that I think before we start. You know, get get the majority of the collaboration out of the way, and then 
because it does lend itself to that, you know, a, a movie where people are getting killed, <laughs> it, it, you know, it, it is stylized, even if the style that I'm hoping for is that weird thing of when violence really does happen, you're confused. Yeah. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think kind of Tarantino shocked. does that really well. All of a sudden something weird will happen yeah. and you'll go, whoa, you know. Right. And, and that, that is the way if you're really around real violence, it's, it happens. True, true. On World's Greatest Dad, did you guys collaborate on set? At yeah, that point, yeah. Are you open to? What yeah, definitely. Yeah. You know, and and a lot of good stuff comes from that. You know, and and you know, I said to Robin, I don't. You know, this movie's, you know, it's a small, small, tiny movie. But I did make him this promise. Like, I'm not going to move on until we're both happy. Yeah. Like, even though we don't, you know, it's a really tight budget and everything, and and and. And because of that, that's where really good stuff came out of. Like, we were behind, and I was really, you know, when he goes on the talk show, he and I both knew it wasn't working. And then, and then I was like, well, just just play how tired we are and how absurd mm-hmm. this whole experience is, and and the truth of everything about about how funny this is and how weird, and because we were all freaked out and tired and. And that's when he did the take where he starts laughing and crying at mm. the same time, which is one of my favorite things in the movie, and it wasn't in the script. So, oh, so wow. that kind of stuff is, is if, if uh, you know, I think, like, lots of times my job as a director, and it could be different for other directors, is to create an environment where actors don't realize that we're under the gun. Mm. <laughs> right. that, the, that, 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 you know, create them so they feel safe to, to pitch things, you know? And yeah. then, like, like Alexi eventually, not eventually, she she caught on, too, and we started pitching stuff. Like, um, <clears throat> at the dinner when they're talking, when he asks if they're having sex, or, oh, yeah. are you doing it? And uh, she, when she says, yeah, um, yeah so I'm, I'm still sore, you know? Right. <laughs> that was an ad lib, you know? Oh, and it's nice. really fun when you see Robin's face because he's like, whoa, you know? And, uh, <laughs> so, yeah, so so I, I do encourage that and, and hope for it. But I also don't make it... Um, I think the thing happens when when Robin is in other movies sometimes the directors don't collaborate with him as a as a as a team member you know they collab- they just go okay and then Robin Williams is going to ad lib <laughs> yeah right. and they let him go and go and then you know and then they cut something out of that which um isn't very fair to him you know so right. I mean, he and I kind of always collaborate as 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 peers very Not cool. like he was like, uh, you know, let him go crazy. Me, Robin Williams, get weird. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> get weird. <laughs> get weird. Maybe get that weird. could be your show. That's a good title. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay, I also like there. let get it weird. breathe. Or let it breathe. Let it breathe. <laughs> let it breathe. <laughs> Just take your time. All right, these it. are all good. Let it breathe. <laughs> let it breathe. <laughs> you just get out there and breathe heavy in the mic. <laughs> you know what's funny is I keep trying to pop can't go, let, let it breathe. Like I keep testing it. And Bruce Hornsby, part of like, uh, we we would try, we would sit around when Jeff Pearson and he goes, ladies and gentlemen, he goes, no, and he goes, thank you, Bruce Hornsby. You know that part? And he yeah. gets a laugh. He goes, thank you, Bruce Hornsby. <laughs> so we were trying other people. He goes, thank you, Michael Bublé. <laughs> <laughs> no, that doesn't work. Scrap it. <laughs> it, it, it didn't, yeah, we'd have to get the one that sounded What's right. What's that montage song? Get your, affairs get, get your affairs in order. Get your affairs in order. Thank you. Uh, uh. Like, what, like one little <laughs> subtle bit that I dug in World's Greatest Dad too was uh, when Bruce Hornsby does sit down to the piano to play. <laughs> 
the kid is because he doesn't have a mic stand, so yeah. the kid is just holding the mic at a sideways <laughs> angle, and he like adjusts the kid's arm like yeah, twice yeah, yeah, as like, if it's the mic stand like, to move like it in. in instinct. He yeah, does that. it's and, uh, so great. And that was because uh, uh, the prop woman didn't bring a mic stand, <laughs> and so and so Tony V, who's a comedian who played uh, Doctor Pantola in the movie, we're all standing around. Everyone's trying to make a mic stand out of nothing, and. and and Tony goes, use the kid. <laughs> I go, what? He goes, use the kid. And so that was Tony's idea. So oh, that's so awesome. It was really funny. That yeah. And then Bruce up. ran with it, and he starts adjusting the, the kid's <laughs> arm and stuff. Yeah. So rad. Ugh. All right. Well, there's so many other movies we could talk about, but I think we need to move on to first and things like that. Okay. Because, um, yeah. So we do this thing called firsts. All right. Um, the, the question for this one was, since uh, you have a background in stand-up, what was the first joke you can remember telling as a kid? Oh, uh, it was a joke about um, uh, oh, oh, a, a guy leaves on a horse Sunday and then comes back two days later on Sunday. How's, how did that work? And you, you know, Sunday was the name There's of the no horse. horse. It was a riddle. And I told it on the local Bozo show. What? Oh, how that's why I remember that. I was probably too old for Bozo. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because those Just kids were little. Yeah, I was like 45. No, I was like, uh, <laughs> like uh, hey. I got some material. <laughs> this shit is funny. Um, I'm going to no. do tight seven, Bozo. <laughs> Just give me the light. <laughs> um, so, so, yeah, like uh, that's the first joke I remember because I told it on Bozo. And that really was, I think, the germ of Shakes the Clown because I, even as a kid, I was I thought it was funny that like when they went cut, Bozo was like, ugh. Like, he really was like, <laughs> it was, I actually heard from that Bozo. He sent me a letter. He goes, really? you know what? I was having a rough time during that period of my life. Oh, so my gosh. I, it really could have been me. Uh, uh, yeah, so, I used yeah. to watch that Bozo show like the, out of Chicago, right? No, or this whatever. was a, like, the, it was a, a farm team. It was oh, really? really? Bozo, Bozo. Had other bozos? Yeah, yeah. Bozo so. was a franchise? Yeah, it was a franchise. I had the Syracuse bozos, but yeah. The, oh, ew. That's hilarious, because I grew up at a... <laughs> that makes it a ew. lot more disturbing. <laughs> ew. Why? Like, you become this person. Like, everyone gets the suit to... What, ew. that he's like a corporate ew. whore, like Ronald McDonald or yeah, something? Yeah, but even more like a possessed clown suit. Like, now you what? become all that is Bozo. Oh, that's good. Like, that's creepy. <laughs> I used to watch that every morning, though, because we had WGN, because I grew up in, in Michigan, but that Chicago station was on that. And I used to remember being obsessed with the fact that they had the thing where, like, there was a bucket and a kid would try to throw a ball oh, and do yeah. it to win prizes. For some reason, that was fascinating to me. Well, Bozo, uh, that Bozo was mad when Shakes came out, and I said that he should be happy that he's not waving out front of a car wash or something. <laughs> Was this a uh, public war? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's before we had tweet wars. So, uh, uh, (laughs) how how do you get it public without Twitter? I I know. Back in the the day, local representative, we would have to go uh, make statements. It Bozo's. took months to Bozo's publicist. It took yeah, it took months. So Bozo's people and I finally came to an agreement because we had sampled one of the songs had his voice on it. But that Bozo was actually really funny, you know, the the Chicago Bozo. Yeah. God rest his soul. Um and uh okay, what's the next question? Sorry. <laughs> oh wait, but uh, I got a question. Yeah, yeah. So did calling people a Bozo come before or after Bozo? Mm, I have a feeling it was before, before Bozo's my mic. And then yeah. Bozo's like, hey, I'll take that's that. funny. Like, hey, yeah. I, I am, am a Bozo. A Bozo. So that's how, uh, it's apt. That's how uh, Twat the Clown got named. <laughs> <laughs> people, 
We're using the word twat. You're such a twat. No, I'm a hey, twat. Hey, I'm going to be twat yeah. the clown. Douchebag the clown. Douchey. <laughs> He's great. Uh, all right, well, Vanessa, you get to answer the first question, too. Oh, so, um, what was your. I remember making up a joke that took a really long time to tell about this woman who had a son <laughs> named. Oh, good. Named, a slow burner. She Excellent. Had, name. She had a son named Booby, <laughs> and her last name was Swiggle. And she was in the shower and she heard a scream and she ran outside to see if she could find her son, but she was naked and she was asking if anyone had seen her boobies wiggle. (laughs) (laughs) I was rather blue. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) It didn't go over well at home. That joke was so proud of it. Why didn't that go over? Because I was talking about boobies at too young of an age. How old were you? Probably 10. I mean, that's not too young now that I think of it. No. That was no. a totally appropriate joke. That was pretty good. I stand by that. What did about your you? folks have an open mic? When did you get to do this? In the I had a friend, room? Sarah. We would kind of, uh, we had this show on the playground we like to do. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. We didn't get a whole lot of people coming to the show, but right. we well, were yeah. always there by the rock pile and the spider web. You know, those spider web pits. <laughs> still going strong. Yeah. I've still got it. By I mean, no, that not movie swiggle joke that open kills. Mic. Oh. <laughs> A lot of great comics came out of there. A lot of great comics oh, came yeah. out of there. Jerry Seinfeld. Twat the Clown. Um, hey, what is it with the Snuggies? So, um, what was your first? Uh, it was it's really stupid. It's like a two-part joke, but uh, which, of course, everything's yeah. always a two-part movie. But it literally, it's one. It's, um, <laughs> what did Tarzan say when he saw the elephants coming over the hill? Look, the elephants are coming over the hill. <laughs> And then the second part is, what did Tarzan say when he saw the elephants coming over the hill wearing sunglasses? Nothing. He didn't recognize them. See, that's the, that's pretty good. That's there. that's esoteric. He's not very smart. They're wearing sunglasses. So they're incognito. I was, was going to say kid. those elephants are cool because yeah. when you're a kid, anything that's supposed to be cool has sunglasses, sunglasses on. on. It's like, oh, cool that or like what's green and flies through the air, super pickle. Because for oh, some yeah. reason that was hilarious when you're like five. Yeah. But which one did you write? Oh, I didn't write them. Oh, you didn't write oh, either? Really? No. I just, I just remember right, like, hearing it. Well, I didn't write that Sunday hack. joke either. <laughs> I was very derivative. <laughs> so you... I guess I was the young scribe of the group. Yeah, you understood the... Well, actually, uh, if, okay, the first joke I wrote that I didn't know was a joke, but my parents tell the story all the time, was me and my cousin were like maybe like three years old, and he, we were sitting at the piano, and he was just pounding away on it. He's a musician now, which is hilarious, but he was just pounding away on the piano for like five minutes. Just, don't, 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 don't. And I was just like looking at him the whole time, and I just went, play something else, which my parents thought was hilarious because he's that, not that, really playing funny. anything. <laughs> he's just pounding on the piano. So I used to do like – I would talk in other voices and stuff, which yeah. is a good time to be born because I could have been a witch in other <laughs> periods. You know, I, you know, you and I could – burned alive. I could do these voices and that would be like – and I would stay in character and, and – Whoa. And, yeah. And like my mother, I remember once uh, – <laughs> I was just doing this character. I don't know what it was. but Apparently, it was, the woman at the supermarket thought I was challenged. And, and says to my mother, you, you know, you must be so patient. Or something like that. 
And my mother was so mad. That's hilarious. He's fine. So that was my, yeah, I guess those are my early jokes was just acting like, uh, geez, I don't know if that ever came up in any other part of my career. But uh, (laughs) so, so yeah, as a kid, that would be my first joke. That's awesome. Uh, For our listeners listening, by the way, if you leave your first joke on our website, uh, you can uh, possibly win an autographed Police Academy 2 and 3 DVD that Bobcat has signed graciously. Yeah, I'm in those. Sometimes people ask me to sign the ones I'm not in. Really? Yeah. (laughs) I love you, Assignment Miami Beach. Are you kidding? I'm not going to sign that. I didn't do Assignment Miami Beach. That was crap. (laughs) (laughs) That wasn't the caliber of Police Academy. (laughs) (laughs) Did you, really quickly, did you know when you did the second one because you were the villain that Mm. you were going to come back? No, no. no, Or was it just based on the popularity of it? Yeah, I mean, and then I didn't come back originally because, and they had other people, and then uh, I was off doing one crazy summer actually, and then I eventually did come back, and because uh, they had other people <laughs> impersonating me, we'll <laughs> 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 just get some guy, put him in a wig, and have him go. Aga, aga. It'll get the same thing. The kids don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Winslow will just make the noises, yeah, and we'll be Winslow good. go behind him. Go. <laughs> All right, so we're going to do something now. This is a fairly new thing. We just did it on the Odenkirk episode that we yeah. did. Uh, it's a thing called a this or that. So the category of this, this or that is, and Vanessa doesn't know these either, nope, so she's going to play along. Yeah. Hardy Boys or Sherlock Holmes? I'm going to read you a list of 10 book titles. You need to tell me if you think it's a case for Sherlock Holmes or a case for the Hardy Boys. Okay. So if I was to say the Red-Headed League, it's Sherlock Holmes. If I was to say the Tower Treasure, it's the Hardy Boys. Wow. It's going to okay. be really hard. So here we go. Number one, the clue of the screeching owl. Hardy Boys. Yeah, definitely. One. That is Hardy Boys. Yeah. All right. Well done. Number favorites. two, the adventure of... <laughs> that's one of your favorites. <laughs> yeah, on. What was the clue of the screeching you know owl? Why? What was the clue? I don't want to give it away. No oh, spoilers. That, it's about letting it breathe. <laughs> uh, number two, the adventure of the engineer's thumb. I'm going to go uh, Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, it sounds too fancy for the Hardy Boys. It is Sherlock boys. Holmes. Yeah. I can't imagine there being an adventure with a thumb. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that seems weird to me. Uh, what was up with that thumb? Uh, um, <laughs> My thumb's gone on some crazy oh, rides. Stinky though. <laughs> Very different book. Chili dog. Very thumb. different book. The chili dog thumb. Can you oh, chili God. dog with your thumb? <laughs> Probably. Probably. Wow, really? <laughs> it's just like it's just like it we answer the hard like watercolors. <laughs> oh God. Like one of the pigs in a blanket with your thumb. Uh, why won't people oh, take me God. serious as a filmmaker? I don't know. <laughs> no, you can paint with poop. <laughs> I've done it. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, number three, the Boscom Valley Mystery. I'm gonna go with uh, Sherlock Holmes. Hardy boys. Sherlock Holmes. Uh, <laughs> in your face. Okay, three for three. <laughs> Throw me in the water already. Number four, the sign of the crooked arrow. Hardy boys. Yeah, definitely. That is Hardy boys for sure. Uh, number five, what happened at midnight? Katy Perry. I'm going. <laughs> I'm going Hardy boys. <laughs> Sorry, boys. Could be Katy Perry too. Uh, number six, the man with the twisted lip. <laughs> That's I'm just gonna, about a person with a cleft palate. <laughs> That's not nice. I'm going to go uh, Hardy Boys. Sherlock. Sherlock Holmes. Yes. Ooh. What up? Oh, nice. Table. Flip. Number seven, the Bombay Boomerang. <laughs> Sherlock Holmes. 
Party drink. I don't know. Party drink? Yeah. yeah I threw in a party drink. Oh, did you? I threw in a cocktail. Oh, uh, no, it's Hardy Boys. It is uh. Hardy Boys. Uh, wow. Number eight, The Adventure of the <laughs> Stockbroker's Clerk. Ew, these are horrible books. Sherlock Holmes. That is Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> not going to read that. <laughs> okay, good. Very sexy. But again, like a stock, uh, a stockbroker's clerk. Mystery of the clerk, paperwork. And it's an adventure. Yeah. <laughs> I filed the paperwork. Uh, the Adventure <laughs> of the CPA. Exactly. Uh, the Mystery of the Notary Public. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number nine, The Clue of the Broken Blade. Ooh. I'm going to go Sherlock Holmes. I'll say Heidi. It's Hardy Boys. Yes. Oh. And finally, number 10, The London Deception. Hardy Boys. That's got to be Sherlock Holmes. Hardy Boys. Well, yeah, they went to London? Yeah, they did. See, that was a curveball. Oh, okay. International Hardy Boy Adventures. I still think you beat me. Well, I have you some questions for there. you now. All right. Uh, have you ever met an Olsen twin? I, uh, that's a, that's a tricky one. Uh, it's no. a trick question. Oh. I met, um, their sibling. The younger one that's now. Yeah. Do- Cause she was a friend of my daughter. Really? Yeah. And they, they look, a, a they lot. look a lot alike. Yeah. She looks Elizabeth, uh, right? Lizzie. In. Lizzie was in there. Yeah. So I remember her, uh, being in the kitchen one day. Oh, I was like, what? She was very sweet Milky kid. skin, eyes like No, it was very pools. strange. It's just like, you know, uh, is that an Olsen twin in the kitchen? Go, no, 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 that's her sister. I go, oh, hi, you know. Whoa. So, yeah. Did you guys chat? Yeah, she seemed like a nice kid. It's not like... Did a, you ask about the go- girls, the twins? I don't know. Okay. No, I, I, uh, that, Do you that'd keep in touch? That'd be creepy. Do I, have a, I think my daughter may keep in touch with Oh, her. my gosh. My daughter's met way more people than me. It's really funny. Work her life. She goes, I met some... Like, she'd be a little girl. This guy, he was in the Beatles, you know. So, yeah, like, the amount of people she's met is really funny as a little kid. It was really funny. Like, like George Harrison and Mick, oh Mick Jagger gosh. and oh, all wow. these people like that. Where was she? Just um, the right coffee bean and tea leaf at the right time? No, she used to go out to a lot of clubs. She No, she was like <laughs> 9 or 10. She was doing, she was doing Mad Lines, doing lines with off. Drew Barrymore. Um, no, she, uh, uh, no, it was Eric Idle's daughter, Lily's a good friend of Tasha's. So, oh, man. So so that would be her gateway into the uh, English she, hoi polloi. Where's Zac Efron? She may have. Oh, my gosh. Let me know. Okay. okay. <laughs> uh, next. Okay, you can either, you get the choice, carry Shoot, a child. Where's my phone? Because I could ask her while we're doing <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, well, go ahead. Um, you can either carry a child for a full nine months and give birth to said child. You, mm-hmm. with, you can do it with some medicines, but you can't have a C-section. Um, <laughs> or your partner carries a child, but <laughs> the baby ends up being a dog. <laughs> wow! Yeah, so you know, birth it yourself. We get this question all the time. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty. pretty I birth it, and yeah. it's a human, or she births it, and, and it's, it's a, a dog. dog. Now, this is really hard. I know. There's because, a lot to consider because my wife hates babies the way people like hate oh. snakes, <laughs> and she hates dogs. Oh wow! So, do we have to have a kid? I mean, I, yeah, I guess well, in that scenario, I would have the baby because she hates both dogs and babies so that's much. That's really nice of you. Yeah, well, you And know. then you can give it away. Yeah. Um, but I'm gonna, I need to ask my daughter while we're doing this uh, uh, if, uh, if she's met Zach. Okay, keep going. Okay. Um, well, I'll ask Cole then, buy you some texting time. What would you do? What would I do? Yeah. 
You'd make uh, Jenny carry something, wouldn't you? No, I wouldn't make her have a dog. <laughs> <laughs> I would have a dog. If I could wish it on me, I would have a puppy. I probably would just carry the child. Oh, these guys, right? Wait, wait, wait. We're a little whipped. Okay. Yeah. Now, if you could inhabit the body of any living celebrity for 24 hours, who would it be and what would your first order of business be? Uh, <laughs> By the way, I love the fact that outside you hear a bunch of dogs barking right now. Like yeah. after that yeah, question, yeah, yeah. like they want to contribute. Yeah, like, like yeah. have the dog, have the dog. <laughs> That's bullshit. <laughs> My life is sacred, including canine. <laughs> um, well, uh, if I say Zac Efron, mm. I think we know where that goes. I know so. what you're doing for 24 hours. I, uh, I am going to say, uh, if I could be anybody. Who would I be? Uh, Marky Post. You're still you kind of in them. So <laughs> okay, you Marky Post. There you go. <laughs> the natural choice. <laughs> I would like to. I think like you could hang out with Richard Mull for a while. And... Uh, yeah, basically, you know. So uh, I, I could have. Um, I have a lot of questions about um, the movie uh, where she plays a heroin addicted mom called Chasing the Dragon. So <laughs> I would have all the questions answered. <laughs> Finally. Finally, yeah. Then you'd get back to yourself and be able to rest easy. Yeah, yeah. Who would you like to be? Gosh, I have no idea. I think I'd be a rapper and have sex with a lot of girls. Would a man really? rapper, I think. I think I would. A big Why would man you have rapper. sex with girls? Well, I'm, that might not be the thing I would actually do. I would just, I think I'd like to feel that kind of man power. Big man power. Big man power? Just for, because it's only for 24 <laughs> big hours. Big man power. I don't know. I, you Why know that little man power? No thanks. No thanks? You <laughs> I have, think you women have already have little man power. Little man power. Big man power. You so know you that like, like big rapper, swag? Like a, like a gangster. You want to be a gangster. No guns though. But for just because it's only for 24 hours, I would want to see what that feels like. I think that's the furthest away from me I could. Huh? Well, I mean. But that, that's for, far, far away from myself also. Yeah, so you could have picked it too. Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah it, wouldn't, it wouldn't be bad to be Clooney for a day. You know? oh, right. Clooney would be the I way. Mean, you know, come on. You're awesome Clooney. Movie. I would be jo- if I could be George Clooney. I'd just get like I'd be in like a house of mirrors. <laughs> just go check it out. You're Clooney. Well, my first thought would be like, oh, I'll be Rihanna or something, and then I'll just look at my body. But I could never come back to my body. I would just like how depressing would that be? After your 24 hours, you end up back in your body, and you're like, ugh, now I know what it's like. Like I had this tight little belly, <laughs> I was just smacking myself, and then coming back. And then never you mind. would be <laughs> so. I, I don't think I'd have post Clooney depression. You don't? I, no. I, but I think what I'd do if I was Clooney, I'd just be like, you know what I mean? I'd, uh, I'd be like the evil Clooney. Like I'd be, because, you know, whenever Clooney's in the newspaper, he's always like, rescues a kitten yeah. from a tree or right. gives uh, a $100 tip at a lemonade stand, you know? I'd be the anti Clooney. I'd be out like putting cats in trees. Hey, girl. This is your cat. <laughs> Knocking over ice cream cones. Yeah, and he'd have to go find me, you know what I mean? You know, telling paparazzi to fuck off. And, there you uh, go. Because Clooney is so awesome. Here's why Clooney's amazing. Like, women that, that, that he's clearly nailed, I mean, there's a lot of reasons why he's awesome, but still like him. Yep. yep. I don't know how you pull that maneuver off. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's, it's because he's Clooney, and they yeah. hope that, like, maybe he'll, he'll give him a, a, another, another slice go later. Yeah, or they're, like, lucky it. just to be associated. Maybe, wow, glad just to, he just says his little head been invited. bob wiggle thing, and they melt. Oh, Almost man. Every, I can't, maybe there's, like, two that maybe don't hate me, but most of them I have no relationship with. Got to burn a bridge. 
I don't know. I was going to have a second part to that phrase, but I couldn't make it up. Well, that's the title of a special. You got to burn a bridge. You got to burn a bridge to let it breathe. (laughs) Okay, I have another question. If you could be nicknamed after any other large cat, who would that be? (laughs) LOL, no. Oh, so close. It's not laughable. (laughs) We just kind of laugh out loud. Hey, let's see. Uh, Let's see what my daughter and I have been talking about. That's always (laughs) interesting. Um, Oh, it's not that long. Oh, that's good. Uh, It's usually just this is about me picking her up at the airport. It's just a whatever. It's a boring I love yous. Oh. That's, 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 it's usually like. Nothing uh, boring about that. It's like, hey, cunt face, how you doing? You know, that's usually the exchange. <laughs> so that's why it's, uh, this has been a very English show today. It sure has. Woo. Right. Wait, if you could be nicknamed after any other big cat, who would it be? Mm. Uh, a big cat. Yeah, that uh, I don't know. Leopard? Yeah. <laughs> Leopard that? Goldthwaite. Leopard Goldthwaite. It just rolls off the tongue. Yeah, it does. <laughs> that be it's a, really nice. I and That's not one of your questions, was No, it? that was. Oh, really? I just expected you, so much more from I you, know. Vanessa. Well, I have one more. <laughs> Ready? Yes. It's sort of in the same vein. I guess I just get in this mode when I'm writing my questions. Um, if you could take one of the Muppets, the existing Muppets, and you keep the body the same, but you drastically alter the voice and personality, which Muppet would you give a total overhaul? Like which one that bugs you? No, you can just be like, well, now Miss Piggy's going to be a French whore. Oh, okay. I would say <laughs> Elmo, because I, 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 I like a lot of the Muppets. Yeah. A lot. A real lot. No, I, and, <laughs> oh. but Elmo I really hate. What would you do to him? He should just talk like a regular guy. Like, you know. Hey. Hey, hey how are you? No, not, let's, not even, let's not even make it just like a really plain, Hello. boring, angle. Hello, my name uh, is Elmo. Hi, my name's Elmo. And uh, my parents. <laughs> I'm uh, a CPA. Yeah. Yeah, really dry. I make Elmo because he's too needy and he's cute. You know, he's like, you know, when Oof. he's got a uh, pencil butt voice is what we call him. <laughs> you know, like um, like women who... Who have those cutie voices, and yeah. then when you poke around a little bit, and you, they usually someone was putting a pencil erasers in their fanny at one point. <laughs> what? <laughs> what are you talking about? Like, like women who go, Ooh, the big, you know, baby. But then you uh, poke their butthole no, in their you don't, voice. No. <laughs> <laughs> when you dig a little deeper, yeah, erasers fall out. It's like a. Uh, she was normal, then it you hit my him with a stick, butt and it got weird. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's like a pinata <laughs> of, of school supplies. There you go. No, but when you dig a little deeper, they usually have had some sort of a, 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 a abuse. Yeah. And, and that's why they... The baby uh, voice is a sign of stunted things. Yes, exactly. Yeah, so yeah. that's what I'm saying. So it's a pencil butt voice is okay. what I call it. Somebody uh, t- It's a scientific term. You don't know anything about it. <laughs> we in the business it. call it a pencil, a pencil butt, butt voice. voice. There you go. Somebody uh, tweeted like, Jesus, Elmo, calm down. It's not that funny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Yeah, Elmo... Uh, he needs to dial it down. Yeah, he needs to take it down a couple take a notches. Take breath there, Elbow. Yeah. And the worst thing is how much people loved him. Like that whole, it's still not over, that Tickle Me Elmo craze <coughs> of like, we need to love Elmo. He's really annoying. I agree with that. Well, because, you know, people, uh, 
the, they they operate on on such a shallow level, you know. Yeah. Elmo is cute, and uh, but there's nothing there, you know. Someone like Grover, you know, he's had some rough times. He'd yeah. be interesting <laughs> to hang out with, you know. He's had highs and lows. Yeah, you know, you could hang out with. You could <laughs> have a couple in a beers. Park before. Yeah. You, know, you get that. You know, Elmo's woken up in his own vomit at a stranger's <laughs> house. Like, well, you know, oh no! I got to go. Far. Beer. Go, go. <laughs> Elmo. Elmo, don't tell Elmo I was here. Elmo comes Elmo out from the other it. room. Look at my panties. <laughs> yeah, See, Grover, uh, Grover's a dude, you know, he's got some depth, but, uh, but you know, Elmo. I, I okay, yeah. next question. Well, that was it. That was it. You did a know. great job. Grover was on the Kimmel show when I directed it, and um, he and I. Uh, <laughs> So what was weird was Grover was just laying in a box. By the way, I'm sorry, not even on a box. He was just laying on the ground. And I'm like, that's fucking up my shit big time, yo. I go, can, you, can you put that puppet on? So, so the guy puts on Grover, and Grover goes, hi, Bobcat. And, uh, and two things. I became like a kid. I'm like, uh, uh, hi, Grover. And then the other Remember thing that was. Remember time you said something? Yeah, that was cool. <laughs> Remember, remember when things were far, and then, and then you were far, and then things were near, and you were near. No, and, and then I, I thought, oh my god, this is clearly where I got my act. Like, like as a kid, I was like, wow, that Grover's got some good chops. You know, you know, can you cop the ten, John John? It's the same cadence. I owe the Hudson Co. some cash. The disco is kind of weird, though, if you do see a puppet just, like, laying around. Like, it's almost it's like... weird. It's like seeing a body. Or it looked something. like a suicide. He looked like... It, like, it did. He looked like, like a Ouija uh, photo from the, from the 20s. Like, he was despondent after Elmo's success, and he jumped out of oh, the no. building. Apparently, he had been drinking the night before with Bob oh. Cat Goldthwait. <laughs> But, uh, yes, yeah, so, so, uh, is that all of our questions? Is yeah. We're wrapping this we're up. Bring it through, yeah. Wow. Thanks so much for coming oh, on. Oh, please. You're Thanks wonderful. For me. Oh, um, Krishaw. Krishaw, <laughs> right? My daughter can't hook you up with Zach, so Let's I'm do sorry. That. That's One of these okay. Days. Thanks for He'll trying. Find a way. Um, and we did talk quite a bit about World's Greatest Dad. It yeah. is on Netflix streamable now. It's so awesome. If watch you've not it. seen it, watch oh, it. Thanks. It's really cool. I'm like going. Uh, I'm like. I was just seeing if my daughter sent us any more information. Maybe she's like, but I do know where he lives. Yeah, I know. <laughs> she's part of the, the, the underground. Uh, no, what was that? The, those uh, the kids, the bling. Uh, oh, the, the bling, bling ring. ring. No, <laughs> the kids that were stealing jewelry from the famous people. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And other things. Oh. What I wouldn't give to be in the bling ring. <laughs> Just kidding. Really? No. <laughs> I don't want to be a robber. I really don't. What are you going to do when you meet Zach Efron? Oh, be like, oh, you look familiar. Yeah, that's it. Play yeah. it cool. Yeah, real cool. Just ask questions that have nothing to do yeah. with them. Um, so how's, do you like hamburgers? No, no. <laughs> no, you got to like... You gotta, <laughs> that wasn't good. Let's, okay, let's let's say you're uh, okay. uh, in, in, uh, in an airport and yeah. uh, you're picking up your luggage. There's Zach Efron. What do you say? Terminal B is to the left. <laughs> no, and gotta, then I go <laughs> and run. No, it's probably gonna be me like you. <laughs> no, you go. Yeah, you go, uh, Zach. This is taking forever, right? Oh, now he thinks he knows you. Yeah. Now you're in. That's great. Yeah. Oh, Zach. Nope, too much emotion. No, no, just casual. Because <laughs> uh, uh. I've met Elvis Costello a, a number of times, and every time I'm such an idiot. I was just like, so, 
uh, it's like, uh, uh, I, uh, I don't make any sense. He, he goes, he goes, you have a, a CD out right now. And I go, yeah. yeah. And he goes, uh, your face is all elongated on it. And I go, elongated. And then it's burned in your head forever. Yeah. And then, yeah. so, Oof. so, you, it, so I had a couple of those experiences and then the elevator opened. I was in this hotel and there he is with his wife. And I go, uh, that's great. That's <laughs> what I said. And I walked off the elevator. <laughs> it wasn't even my floor. I was just like, that's great. I got to go. Well, like, okay, bye. I was just like, he's like, what is wrong with that guy? Zach, don't say bomb. Well, <laughs> then I'll then, get arrested. Yeah. Then nice. they had um, uh-huh. uh, the, uh, uh, oh, oh, what was the end of that story? Oh, that, no, never mind. We can wrap up. I was at the same <laughs> hotel in, in this uh, uh Little Asian woman gives me a nod and 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 my ego. Oh, it's a fan. And I go, I go hi. And she goes, do you want me to tuck you in? I was like, oh no, no, no. It was a what? hooker. Whoa. <laughs> I think it's so funny after all these years that I've never been cruised by a hooker. Well, that's a weird thing to say too. But what if I made her tuck me in? Like, made, made it. Here, <laughs> no, 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 I don't want this to be sexual. Just no, not, tuck me tell in. Tell me a story. Just tuck me in. Here's good night, Moon. <laughs> I want you to read this to me. The milk's in the microwave. <laughs> Gross. I go that's night night now. Put on the light. You want me to tuck you in? Want me to wipe your butt? That's kind of what it makes me feel yeah. like. No. Yeah, I can do that for myself, well, we man. Should, we should go because uh, I'll just keep babbling. Yeah, we'll tuck That's this okay. podcast in. Yeah. Uh, thank Snap you for coming on, Bobcast. <laughs> this is awesome. And uh, yeah, follow the podcast at PMC Podcast. I'm at Cole Stratton. I'm at Vanessa Ragland. On the Twitter, which all the kids are doing oh, man. nowadays. It's crazy. It's crazy. Uh, yeah. Thank <laughs> you guys Twitter for face. listening. Bye. Subscribe to the Pop My Culture Podcast on iTunes. Check us out online at popmyculturepodcast.com and follow us on Twitter at PMC Podcast. Thanks for listening. Bye.